Welcome to Movie Lads. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Lads, episode number three. The long-awaited triple play. The trilogy. The trilogy. The, the Movie Lads are back. I know you've all been missing us. We've got stories to tell and movies to talk about. So many movies to talk about. Uh, it's been, what, about a month and a half? Hiatus here? It's a... Uh, yeah, it's what the the company allowed us after we had our children, respectively. Yeah, and we'd love to make a little shout-out to our interim podcast group, uh, Spoily Boys. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that show. Um, you can find them on their own channel now because they won't be showing up on our channel again. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Those guys are off our channel. Uh, I apologize for any... Uh, well, we didn't really know what they were going to give us. <laughs> we really had no idea. There was trust. There was trust involved. Well, one of them has a blood tie to the movie lads. So. Blood tie to movie lads, but... Uh, but we're not about nepotism here, so they'll have their own channel. If you want to find the Spoily Boys, I suggest researching them. Yeah, looking up their own shit. Uh, <laughs> Spoily Boys, I don't think is gay porn, so they should have their own website at this point. I think it is actually a fetish porn where they dump uh, cartons of curdled milk on each other's genitals and do the anteater move. The spoily boys. Spoily boys. Extra spoily. Stinky and ready to hang. But enough <laughs> about those guys. Let's move into Movie Lads. So we actually have the official name, MovieLads.com. You can email us at MovieLads. At now, Matt, do we have the name, MovieLads.com? Not quite, but uh, maybe down the line. Uh, it's in the pipeline. It's in the works. It's in the pipeline. We anticipate that coming to us very soon. The lads. Our lawyers are working on it as yeah. we speak. We have a legal team. We have a legal team. Very professional legal team. Yeah. One of them wears khakis. But, you know, I've been gone for about a month here. Matt, where have you been? Uh, I've been in Asia. You um, were doing a, a press junket, if I'm correct here. It's a press junket. You were on a press junket for a small indie flick. It was what, one of the Duplass brothers? The Duplass. The Duplasses. Not not the pretty one. Oh. Yeah. He's the one with the deep thoughts. The deep thoughts, mumblecore. Um, I mean, you, you, you guys know Mark Duplass from The League and um, other mumblecore films. Yeah. He's uh, oh, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Safety Not Guaranteed. Fun little romp. Uh, where, uh, oh, great actor. He, he can play yeah. multiple hats. He can wear multiple hats. I've actually never seen him wear a hat in a film. He's got this like hair thing he does. It's a, it's kind of like a mop top. Mop with top a, comb over. Yeah, it's a but, mumblecore top. Uh, metaphorically speaking, he can wear multiple hats in terms of roles. And direct director. He's a director too. He directs. But the thing that most people don't know is that behind Mark Duplass is a brother. J J J Duplass. Starts with J Duplass. I was gonna say Jimmy Duplass. The ugly Duplass, as we like to call him. Yeah, the ugly. Well, Duplass. he's not ugly though. So I was. So he kind of went off and did his own movie called we're into the woods and uh i thought it was we're going into the woods we're going into the woods again the forest we're going back into the woods again to see the Meryl forest streep is not in this film but they did a little indie tour in asia the duplass has reached out to streep i think she was busy filming another project with tommy lee jones yeah um, no, a western i mean she it, plays a school marm he strictly does westerns now he plays a texas ranger in multiple different time periods. So, br <laughs> so bringing it back, I've been gone in Asia on this uh, press junket. It was a junket. Fresh off his junket, Matt has 
a worldly look to him, a man who's seen the world through different shades of every sort of color you can imagine. Um, but that lends to his ability to go deeper into analyzing the movies. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm excited to be back. I just feel like I've I've missed a lot. You're like a a loaded shotgun with just outdated movie because no- you're like you're in the past about a month and a half. Yeah, it's like uh, X Men Days of Future Past. So I'm pretty yeah. much I'm gonna be your I'm, spiritual Professor X. No, no. So I'm you. I'm Xavier in the past. I'm kind of old and or young and ignorant. You're yeah. And you're, you're kind and, of a, and you're and a you're cocksure like, Xavier who doesn't need a wheelchair because he's taken um, special heroin that takes his powers. Yeah, away. love special heroin. But you are uh, Wolverine coming back in time to save my ass. Cool, I like that. I'm future Wolverine coming back to the past to enlighten young Matthew so that he doesn't repeat the same mistakes that he's made already in the future. So let's just dig into it. I'm 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 excited. We just lost our notes. Um, notes be darned. But We're talking. I've got um, some exciting news for followers of the show. People that have been with us since the beginning, you might recall that I've been somewhat um, – word is uh, – trepidatious. Is that a word? Uh, I think you're talking about trepidatious. Trepidatious about going to movie theaters. But you all be happy to know that I've been seeing a lot of movies in theaters. Yeah, we've been seeing a lot of theaters, but what we're really excited about right now is a little home theater uh, company called Netflix, where they're producing a sequel to Wet Hot American Summer. Go on. Yeah, so they're going to produce a TV show, and this past week they released photos of the upcoming show uh, with all of the original cast members. Oh, cool. So it's going to be like they send all their kids to the same camp that they were counselors at, and they're going to be... I think it's the same summer. It's just two months earlier. It's like the first days of camp. This is the most genius idea ever. David Wayne is my hero. I mean, he—he he, uh, he, everything he touched turns to gold. Gold, yeah, a goldish. Um, and they ha- they brought back the same cast: Paul Rudd, Bradley Cooper. We got the all, cast. All these no names. We got Amy back Polar Bear. We got Gene. Uh, we got what's Gene uh, Gandolfini. Janine Gandolfini. Janine Gandolfini, great actress. She is known for her role in Mystery Men, I think was her most famous role. Yeah, that's correct. Correct. We've got, uh, who's the guy from Party Down? Oh, uh, Ken Marino. Ken Marino. Great He's guy. Awesome. You know. Totally cool. Um, so we're just excited to bring that back, but I'm a little worried that they're going to kind of you know, focus too much on old jokes and start repeating all the old jokes rather than come up with new material. And see, that's what I'm signing up for. These are proven jokes that work. We know they're funny. We know where the laughs are coming from. There's no hidden agenda there. We're just getting straight jokes on Front Street, and I am on board. Well, that's been my biggest problem with, if we're going to bring it back, with Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 when he goes to Vegas, really just relying on a lot of those old jokes back in 2008. He goes and to Vegas. He goes to Vegas. He, you know, he steps up his his game, but they bring back all those old jokes. We're talking and it just can't hold up. So. Bigger effects, bigger budget, more stars, more action, definitely more laughs. Paul Blart Two is going to be one of the top five movie events of the summer, likely. Same team bringing you more of the same humor. Um, we're talking a lot of cool segue jokes. 
maybe some some body humor, some prank falls. Definitely fart jokes. Fart jokes. Kevin James will probably make some self-deprecating jokes about his weight, but he'll end up saving the day. I don't know. I think it's going to be a romp. Well, we'll see. I, I, we will see when we both go to the theaters we and will see it. See. Um, but moving on, we have a little bit of sad news. We do. Um, so um, this, I'm, 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 I'm sad to say that uh, Mickey Rooney, uh, lovable actor of most, most known in his 50s, 60s, and 70s, he has passed away. The, uh, the weather is really mirroring our moods right now. It's, it's pouring rain in it's Austin. pouring rain Thunder in Austin. And lightning. It's been raining all day. Um, now, Mickey Rooney didn't actually die today. Or this week, even. He actually passed away April of last year. But since Matt's been gone so long, we've been catching up on all the news. We're trying to catch up here. And this was one that, I, I guess, slipped between the cracks. Slipped between the cracks in the last year, over a year for me. And yeah. it's devastating. It's To come home after being gone for 35 days, coming home. Back to American soil, where you Ameri- hang your hats where you know everything is good and warm and lovely. I, I mean, I was just having a conversation with a friend, and, the, and they said, and I made this, you know, this, I, I was talking about how I was looking forward to the new, you know, Love Bug movie and the new Herbie Love Bug movie, and, um, and he told me that Mickey Rooney wasn't going to make it in it because he passed away a year ago. <laughs> he wasn't going to make it. It sounds like he died in the movie. He wasn't going to make it to the end of the well, movie. Well, he just wasn't going to make it. He wasn't going to make it to the set because he he's make dead. It on the screen. Because <laughs> well, he's The reason dead. why he's not going to make it is because he has passed away. Yeah. So. It's been tough. Rooney's our condolences. Yeah, out to the um, Rooney family. Uh, a great light has been extinguished from the world. Mad, 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 mad world. Uh, seminal flick in my upbringing. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. At times mostly racist, but... We played a, a Japanese landlord with some big fake teeth. Very white man playing a There was a scene in a face. He's got an interesting looking body. But um, I'm, it's our thoughts and prayers go out to the Rooney family. Who's... Yeah, he passed away like over a year ago. Yeah, so, so we're reeling with that. But sorry about the late notice, but uh, we're <laughs> just keeping everyone up to date. The movie lads are fastidious. We are thorough. Our research knows no end. I rarely even sleep at night. I'm just up perusing the dark web to find all the. Speaking of the dark dark web. Uh... Joshua and I just looked at uh, the Batman vs. Superman trailer, a highly anticipated trailer. Yeah, I mean, but can you call me Josh? Yeah, Josh, sorry. Joshua. Sorry. That's my, my father's name. Sorry, Josh. Uh, so, The Dark Knight vs. Batman. This is um, uh, this looks fun. Dawn um, of Justice. It's apparent that DC is continuing on with this incredibly dark tone for their superhero movies. Yeah, super dark, super shitty looking movie. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not super shitty looking. Yeah, so Zack Snyder is directing this one. Best um, known for best known for Sucker uh, Punch for his last film, Superman, which made zero fucking sense. I thought it was a great film. Mm, looked like a big IHOP. A man comes to me. from an IHOP commercial. So much IHOP in that film. There was a good amount of IHOP. Any single town that there was a fight in, there was an IHOP in the background. 
superheroes need pancakes too. So, um, well, there's a bit of disagreement well, here because I do think that Zack Snyder is a talented filmmaker. Watchmen was a fantastic film. Disagree. I'm, I mean, I'm a big comic book guy, so I'm kind of a sucker for any movie that's made. Well, are you, are you, are you a sucker puncher for any film that's made? Oh, good joke, dude. Sucker. Yeah, I did like Sucker Punch, actually. It was a wild romantic well, that was romp garbage. through multiple different realms. And, of... if, and if you respect comic books at, at any point, you would know that Watchmen, Alan Moore has disowned that film because it was so shitty to his original vision of Watchmen. Well, here's the thing. When Alan Moore wrote that book, I don't think movies were invented yet. So it's a nuance he's not really familiar with. He wrote that book Dude, in the mid-1980s. beer on my Ikea couch, please. This is houndstooth faux pillow covers. Houndstooth? I don't know if that's houndstooth. My hound's teeth do sink into it, though. There is houndstooth coffee in Austin. If uh, we're looking for sponsors, so... Oh, we drink coffee every day. Yeah, we drink coffee all the time. The lads are jacked up on caffeine. We're happy to jump on board with uh, any sort of sponsorship. Just I'll wear a t-shirt, man. Yeah, we love t-shirts. I've been rocking tank tops. I don't, I don't care for sleeves. Don't give a fuck. Breathe my pits out. Call us. But Batman vs. Superman, uh, we, we get our first glimpse at Ben Affleck as Batman. As Batfleck. Batfleck in a chubby bat suit, like it's metal not bat a chub- flute. No, no, it's like a, it's a very Frank Miller esque, The Dark Knight Returns bat suit. Um, it's like almost straight out of the pages, which is going to be interesting because this isn't actually the story from the comic books. So they're kind of just like liberally borrowing from wherever they please and creating this like sloppy Frankenstein monster of Batman vs Superman. But this movie could be cool because we're also going to get Aquaman. And Wonder Woman are going to show up in here. Yeah, so... And the new Joker, which is something we should probably discuss. Did you no, see- no, the new Joker will not be in this film. That That's uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, Joker's going to be in this one, for sure. Nope. Yeah, not- definitely. Joker's definitely going to show up in this one. Not happening. He's probably going to make an appearance in this one. But anyway, so this is just a big lead-up to... Justice League. Justice League. Well, what's, what happened here... What are you, you're, what are you doing? Talk to me, your fucking microphone. Okay. What what happened here is, uh, this is kind of like the Cold War arms race, Russia versus the U.S. Marvel, DC. What happened is Marvel came out of the gate so fucking hot, so hot, such a tight strategy, so tight that they're just shooting out movie, shooting every out. year. Sometimes multiple, like three movies a year. They're just so shooting tight, out. so hot, just These shooting are shit out. Little spinning supernovas spinning shit. of gold that just attract money. Fucking People are just throwing money. money into these pits. So and DC fucking money. is so far behind. So fucking they're just, behind. They're trying to grab at Treading this goddamn pit. water. They're, they're gargling water. They're treading. They're gargling. Fucking drowning. So what they're trying to do is they're going to try to pump out as many movies as possible. Just trying to pump it out. And they're stick <laughs> Easy over there. <laughs> and they're going to stick with this dark theme, I guess, because Marvel already took over the... The lighthearted um, Jaws Whedonisms. Well, so my problem with Zach Nolan and just from the trailer um, what, is that Z- Z- Zach Nolan. <laughs> Sorry, not Zach Nolan. Zach fucking Snyder. Interstellar, dog. Z- Zach Nolan was a kid I went to high school with. Was he cool? Yeah, he was a nice guy. Sounds cool. Nice guy. He sounds like a real nice dude. Nice guy. He sounds like a nice guy. So, uh, no, I got Z- Zach Snyder and Christopher Nolan, the executive producer on this film, mixed up. But EP. But so Zach Snyder, <laughs> Zach Snyder, Zach Snyder, he 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 doesn't rely on cinema 
Dude, did you see those dudes' bodies in 300? Oh, God, so cut. But, so fucking jacked. But he, he doesn't rely on, like, cinematic technique. He just relies on graphics. And wait, wait, what? It's all cinematic technique, dude. It's all bullshit. Dude, I'd like to see you do what he does with a green screen. So fucking maestro. Masterpiece. He, he just sets up a camera and puts people on green screen and uh, talks to the post-production team and says, make this look uh, really, like, uh, like oversaturated and bullshit. That's new art, dog. It's bullshit. That's new art. Welcome to the future. Next level movie making. Anyway, we're both really looking forward to this movie, whether or not it's good. Um, but yeah, what else we got in movie news? We're also looking at a new trailer. New trailer? Trailer 2. We're talking trailers? We're talking trailers. Oh, fuck. You missed this one because you were in Bhutan on your junket, exposing your junk with the Duplasses. Press we junket. have. Fresh off a press junket, we've got a uh, Star Wars trailer. This isn't your average Star Wars trailer. No, this is the second. This is actually a full-length trailer. Still not a lot of storyline. They're they're keeping us in the dark, but revealing a lot more. So about the film, the boner is so strong with this one right now for Star Wars. Uh, we got a star destroyer in the desert, looking majestic and a beautiful. Fucking star destroyer crash land in the middle of the desert, covered in sand. Crash land and hieroglyphic. It's like Planet of the Apes. Hylogryphics. It's beautiful. And uh, we've got... Uh, Skrillex. Our, our Black Stormtrooper shows up a couple times. Yeah, Black Stormtrooper. We've really been emphasizing this one. That's JJ new. is bringing this to the forefront. We've got some new droids. We've got a metallic-looking bounty hunter. Very terrifying. I, I like it. He looks scary. He's got the Boba Fett walk. Menacing. Menacing. It's menacing. He's Fucking coming for his bounty he's going to collect. Not quite the Phantom Menace, but more of the metallic menace. We've got a Mark Hamill overlay voiceover. We're talking... The Force. We're talking my, my father, father had, had it. it. My fucking my sister, sister has had it. it. I have it. I have it. You have it. You have it. It's like a sweet venereal disease that just gets passed on. Oh, dude. shit. I got it. Who you? Hey, why don't you go ahead and call everyone you've ever had sex with? Tell them you, they got the Force. Yo, they might have the Force, How about too. that phone call? That'd be a sweet phone call to get. That'd be a hey, fucking crazy bring, bring, phone call. Josh, remember that time we banged in college at that party one night? Guess what? You got the force. You got the force. I'm like tight. And you're like, oh, I already knew that. Yeah, I got my lightsaber in the mail. I'm yo, on point with this. Yo, girl, I had that before you Dude, even showed up. Cut to the fucking chase. I've got the force. I've been lifting stuff all day with my mind. <laughs> so if any girls out there have the force so much and force. are trying to give it to me, I welcome that. Just just bring it over. Bring it over. Um, the best part about this trailer, for me at least. We get what we've all been waiting for. We got Chewie. We got Han. Back on the Falcon. Back on the fucking Falcon. Harrison Ford got out of his goddamn hospital bed to be in this movie. I think he filmed this scene before he was in the hospital. Either way. Well, he was hospitalized in this movie, too. He was hospitalized. The he door fell on his foot. Shit. Yeah. One of the bay doors fell on his foot. You but got- anyway, cut. Close up, Harrison Ford, Chewbacca Sinclair. Medium shot. Medium shot. Is that a medium shot? Kind of a wide medium. Yeah. Wide medium. <laughs> Chewy, we're home. Chewy, we're home. Chewy, <laughs> we are home. It's uh, it's an exciting. Uh, you know, I don't know how much Abrams is gonna play up. You know, the past Harrison Ford, Chewy, Hamill, Leia deal, but um. 
I'm looking forward to just that. He's smart. Yeah, that he knows what he's doing. He's gonna pepper in just enough to satisfy everybody. Wasn't Old crazy fans, about the fans. whole like con remake and Star Trek. That was a little bit of a, too much of a callback for me. Okay, I'm gonna say something kind of controversial here. Okay, the reason you weren't pumped on it was the casting of Khan. No, I love Cumberbatch. See, this is where we disagree. I don't love Cumberbatch. I think The Rock should have played Khan. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, but my problem wasn't with Cumberbatch. My problem was with Abrams writing this whole Khan storyline, just going back to Wrath of Khan and switching roles between Spock and Kirk. It's a nostalgia throwback. It's yeah, like, exactly. The, give it, the old fans. That's not cool. Well, here's the deal. The old fans love it. The new fans don't know it, so they're going to love it. Old fans don't love it. It's an orgy of characters, dog. Fucking rookie r- rookie motherfuckers. Well, let me make sure I'm getting this right. You're calling J.J. Abrams a rookie? No, I'm talking about fans that like what he did are rookies. I liked what he did. You're a fucking rookie. All right, point taken. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up our movie news. Wrap it up. Wrap should, it up. Up, up, up. Should we have an outro song for that? No outro be song. Cool, be cool. Wrap it up. Be cool. Wrap it up. 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 Your movie news. News. Okay, so now we're going to go into reviews. Chris. I don't know if we have. Whoa. Potent. The force is strong in this one. So we're actually going into movie reviews. Oh, that's heinous. So I've been going – I've seen all three of these movies in theatro. Josh, who hates going to movie theaters, he's afraid of uh, it's like us. This is like my second win. This is the renaissance of Josh. I'm in the theaters now. 2015 is his year. I'm sitting front row. I'm eating popcorn. <laughs> Which is a huge mistake. Actually, I think – Front row is always the one that goes out okay, first. This is <laughs> – it's fucked up. This is what's happened. This is why I've come back around to movie theaters. Uh, I'm in Austin now, and there's this place called the Alamo Draft House, and they serve you beer at the movie theater. Beer, which is something I I enjoy. Yeah, we both enjoy. Yeah, I think I like it more than you, though. Probably, you have a problem, but <laughs> that's another conversation. It's in control. Of it's a controlled problem. Okay, but so I've been seeing movies in theaters, and I've been absolutely just loving my time there. Yeah, and um, yeah, if we're looking for sponsors, so Alamo Draft House, if you're looking to throw us Oh, yeah, you guys are tight. Give us some drink tickets. Yeah, you know, we love uh, we love movies. Love movies, love beers. We're lads. We're lads. Just, you know. Why not? Give us... DTF, dog. Prove us wrong. Prove us... Wait, I don't think that works there. Prove us wrong. Prove us right. Prove us right. We like beers. Yeah. Okay, so we saw Avengers Age of Ultron. Whoa. Whoa, right? If you, li- if you listen to our last hosted episode by Spoily Boys, uh, I would recommend never listening to that. Wait, that episode? Yeah, that episode. Or wait till, you, Boys. wait till you see the movie and then listen to the episode. Yeah, exactly. Don't listen to that. Ep- well, you probably – if you went through the sequence of the tracks on our channel, you would have already listened to it at this point. But fuck. Avengers 2? Age of Ultron? This is a nonstop – uh, to quote one of my friends, Clay. Good friend of ours. A friend of ours. Sorry. A friend of ours. Well, yeah, ours. Our friend, Clay. My good friend. Our good friend, Clay. Uh, it feels like you're literally falling for the entire movie. Fucking free-falling. This is a wild flick. Uh, it's also you know, important to point out that 
We've got the Avengers back. The team chemistry is so sweet. And Whedon is just fucking gluing these motherfuckers together. Like, oh, God. The, the connections between this crew, these characters, you can feel it on screen and off screen, I'm sure. They're just as close. I mean... The chemistry is so undeniable. What a fucking team. This is like Sex in the City with capes. No, it's true. Fuck. <laughs> right? That's unbelievable. It's a pretty good call. What you just said. I got to take a second to appreciate that. Yeah, that's but, good. Uh, but the Whedon... The Whedon factor is... Uh, it could be a little excessive <laughs> at points. We're getting a lot of punchy jokes. Whedon. Almost to excess. Where you can't really get a solemn moment in because you're getting kind of bombarded by... Language. But yeah, exactly by jokes. So much jokes, so many jokes. The the movie is somewhat disorienting. There are moments where I didn't have any idea geographically where things were. <laughs> yeah, there's I mean, a country Markova or something. I think. Yeah, sometimes you don't know where up is down and left is right. But well, there's jet engines on a pile of a city gets lifted and it's going up and then it's going down and not to a, spoil anything because that's not our shtick. That, um, that doesn't affect anything in the movie, but. Uh, but that came out a while ago. You should see it already. I thought it, I thought it was good. Right now it's sitting at a hard seventy four on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think that's a deserved seventy four. Just guess that. No, it's hard. Is that, is that a guess? Not a guess. Hard boiled seventy four. Hard boiled seventy four. Um, no gooey center. It's just um, I enjoyed it. It was fun, but it didn't. It wasn't anything new. Avengers one and Avengers two are almost the exact same fucking movie. Without the intro of Avengers 1. Exactly. Where it starts, there's this wild event that occurs, they all come together, and then... Then they fight a, a and, robot alien thing. Yeah, and then they fight a robot alien thing. And save the Earth. And there's a huge fight in a third world country, and then it stops, and then there's about 25 minutes of really slow connecting everyone's kind of falling apart we get to meet hawkeye's family and then you have about an hour and a half ending sequence of conflict of these guys fighting over 2,000 robot aliens someone's got to save the world someone's got to save the world but almost the exact same layout and i'm saying the formula worked the first time the formula worked the second time but it's nothing new buy the ticket take the ride fucking take the ride just take the ride that's it you, you're you're there you know what you're getting? It's beautiful. It's great. It's fun. What else we got? Um, Ooh, Mad Max. Mad Max. Whoa. We are mad about Mad Max. The movie lads actually saw Mad Max together. What? Yup. What? Yup. What? We saw it together in the theaters, holding hands the entire time, clutching each other's knees with anticipation, excitement, and just exclamatory uh, so, orgasmic euphoria. I thought this movie was going to be good. Oh, are you, you don't think it's good? I thought this movie was going to be good. Okay. Where are you going with this point? It blew my fucking mind. I had to scrape Matt's face up off the seat as we were leaving the theater. Scrape my face. We're talking face melting. My face was in front of that goddamn flaming guitar the entire movie, and I feel like my face melted off. Oh, what's up, Immortan Joe? You look like you got a Bane mask, but scarier. That's sweet. Oh, and then there's a dude with a fucking flamethrower guitar spitting fire. That's sweet. Oh, shit. And the guy who actually played Bane is uh, strapped to the front of your oh, car. Tom Hardy, you are a boss. Oh, He's got a tight-ass body. Fucking tight. Yeah. The um, We're talking pro-feminist, pro-apocalypse, 
pro car, if you're a motorhead, a gearhead, a grind rat, you're going to love this. Everything I want to wake up to tomorrow. It's what this is, is a, it's one just beautiful car chase for the entire film. I felt like I was flying the entire time. He just felt like he was flying. He was like. Avengers, you're falling. But in Mad Max, you're flying. You're fucking you're flying. You're flying down Fury Road. Fury fucking road. We're talking unadulterated, just like pure car sex down the road. Fucking just cars fucking each other. I don't even I don't even think there was dialogue in this movie. It was just cars banging. Yeah, I mean, you, you I mean, fuck. Easily could have made this movie without ever saying a line. Could have been like a sweet rock opera. But, you know, the lines bra. that happened. A rock bra? A rock bra. A uh, Mad Max, a post-apocalyptic rock bra. Rock bra. It was a rock bra. So we're pleased with that. That had a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. We gauge all of our movies by Rotten Tomatoes. And that was a well-deserved 98%. I'm going to see it again this week. Fuck. I'll see you again, too. What this is is a product of George Miller. Stewing. Literally stewing for stewing. 30 years. How can I make the tightest film possible? I'm looking for soup. He, He's making stew. It's a thick stew. It's not soup. It's a, it's it's a hearty. Soup. It's filling. It's nourishing. What Zack Snyder's doing with Batman versus Superman. Oh, dude. That's fucking soup. Apples to stews, man. Exactly. <laughs> okay. George Miller. Hardy. Dude knows how to make some fucking stew. Dude, we're talking like this is a – you can get through a famine on the stew. Pretty much like a stew outside now, too, with the rain coming down. Um, this has been a really good episode to get back into it. Yeah, we're super psyched to be back. Uh, you know, we're just leading in with a few summer blockbusters. Avengers, Mad Max. We couldn't be more thrilled about totally. it. Totally. And we're definitely, we're getting back to a regular format. But this week was just kind of like me and Matt catching up, talking a little shop. It's good to see you, buddy. Kind of giving some noogies. Aww. A little half Nelson. Oh, it's been a while. Got a little chubbed up. Little chubs. Good to see my buddy. Half chubs. Uh, but uh, yeah, look forward to it. We're going to start releasing these, uh, what, like once a week is what we're aiming for? Yeah, we're aiming for uh, like once a week, once, once a every week, two weeks. Once every two weeks. See how it plays out. This is our first actual night recording, which I think is pretty advantageous for us. Yeah, it's strong. We like the night better. We're kind of creatures of the nights. Movies look better at night. So. Little raccoons kind of crawling in the trash, eating like. Yeah, we're the like, trash oh, raccoons. Oh, what is that? Like a cup of yogurt that's ooh, like half eaten? Ooh, is that a gogurt? Is that peach yogurt? I can, I, I can ooh, squeeze yeah. out the plastic gogurt. Ooh, what is that? A little ramen? So uh, that's kind of what we've been vibing off of. Yeah, little trash guys. Trash guys. Trash, <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> trash we're, lads. We're actually movie lads. Movie lads. Oh, yeah. Give, give, us, a, give us a shoot, a shot. Yeah. Shoot shot at our email address. Yeah. Movie lads. At hotmail.com. At gmail.com. Oh, Gmail. We're at Gmail. Did, did we get that website yet, or that email address yet? We haven't gotten any of these yet. We should get on that. Got to get on that. Look for our upcoming website and email address. Movie lads. Can I give them your number? They can call your number. Don't give them my number. And text it. Text Matt. Speaking of numbers, uh, we're going we're, we're, we're to end this uh Segment with our something we like to do every week. We call let's ooh. call let's call Adam Sandler. Yes, this is actually even more. Um, we got a hold of Adam Sandler's number, and we're gonna give him uh, a call and see if he picks up and invite him onto the show. It's beautiful because I just watched The Cobbler, which was a great film. Oh, fucking amazing! 
It was a killer. Uh, it's Dustin Hoffman. Where is Steve Buscemi? You don't know a man until you walk up a half a block in New York City in his shoes eating an Italian sandwich. Uh, he, he's probably six hoagies in this film. He has mastered the art of looking like a total loser. <laughs> but oh, we love him. We love he's him. He's an inspiration. So we're going to give him a call, uh, see if he picks up this time. I've got a feeling he will. I think so too, Josh. I'm, I don't think he will. So we're calling him now, the Sandman, as we are. Come on, Adam. Come on, baby. Come on. Let's talk about your dog, Meatball, and how funny he looks. Oh, Adam. Let's let's talk about Billy Madison. We'll talk about shit. We ate Sloppy Joes last night. Know how you kids like them. Extra sloppy. Uh, what? Unsuccessful, part three. I think three. Mortal, Kombat is, Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis is the greatest video game ever. You're butchering this line right now. Wait, you do do it. How do you do it? Mortal Kombat's a very good game, but Donkey Kong... No, no, no. Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis is the best game ever. Well, Mortal Kombat is a very good game. I disagree. I think Donkey Kong is the best game ever. God damn it, Josh. Well, we're ending the show on the lowest note we ever had. Adam, if you're listening, and I know you are... (laughs) Adam's people. Put him in touch with this podcast. Please pick would adore up. it. We will keep calling. We love you. I've seen every one of your movies. Josh has seen every one of his Almost. films. Almost. I think there's one I haven't seen. He hasn't seen... I mean, I've seen all of them. Okay. I watched Blended, dude. <laughs> He's seen Blended. All the way through. But, uh... Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we're the movie lads. Make sure you tell a friend if you like what you hear. Tell Get a some other people to listen to this. Prove us wrong. No, no. Prove us right. It's like, you know, enjoy our content. Um, it's just up there on the interwebs and the internet. Tell everyone about it so we the can web. all have fun together and talk about movies. We love you guys. Thanks should, for listening. Should we we should have an outro song. Movie lads. This has been Movie Lads. Movie Lads. Thanks guys. See you at the movies.